0: It's time for Twig this week in Google. Uh, Gina Trapani's in China, but Jeff Jarvis and Kevin Marks are here to talk about the latest from Google. A visit from uh, Bill Gross as well. I'm looking forward to that from Idealab and Uber Media. And we'll look at the uh, scandal in Britain over the news of the world and Rupert Murdoch. It's all coming up next on This Week in Google. Netcasts you love
1: from people you trust. This is Twig.
0: Bandwidth for This Week in Google is provided by Cashfly. C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot This is Twig. This Week in Google. Episode 103, recorded July 13th, 2011. Honor and offer. This Week in Google is brought to you by... Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to create a high-quality website or blog. For a free trial and 10% off your new account for six months, go to Squarespace.com and use the offer code TWIG7. And buy Carbonite. Backing up the files on your PC or Mac is safe and easy with Carbonite. For a free trial plus two free months with purchase, go to Carbonite.com, offer code TWIG. It's time for TWIG this week in Google. Gina Trapani is in China right now, which is very cool. But here's some good news. Jeff Jarvis is here. He's not in his home territory, though. He's on our coast, west coast out here. Where, where, where are you, I'm with, at Jeff? the headquarters for Idea Lab, oh,
2: uh, creator huh. of about 100 companies. It's a wonderful place. The, uh, the space is great. Bill Gross is the head. Uh, he may pop in if, if he can uh, free himself up. But they um, create all kinds of great companies here and have over the
0: years. I love him. He, uh, he's, he's great. Created one of the very first incubator uh, companies, uh, just fantastic. Also joining us right now, Kevin Marks. Hi there, very good Silicon Valley. As always, to have on this show, Kevin is now at Salesforce, but he has worked at the Google as well as Apple, uh, British Telecom, and I'm sure I'm leaving many companies out.
1: Uh, Technorati, there's a big chunk of oh, let's, let's
2: not forget that. Oh, you, I always forget the, the hell that? ever ha- That's like you know that old game show question: Dead or Canadian?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of each
1: in here. So whatever happened to Technorati? Um, they changed. Um, they, they pivoted, as we call it now. Um, they're an ad network now. They, they, they dropped the number of blogs they're indexing from 100 million to 100,000 right. and focused on building out an ad network, which is, which is working and making the money, but it, it isn't the, the company that it was when I was there.
0: I remember it's going to Blog else. World and uh, they were handing out your Technorati ranking on, your ba- on, a, on a name <laughs> yeah. badge, which I yes. thought
1: was very cool. Oh, I, should, I, should, I, should, um, I should apologize for that. I, I've realized how <laughs> pernicious all these rankings are. We can look at the Google Plus ranking stuff that's going on. Yeah, there. well, as long yeah. as we're
0: talking ranking, Mar- the rankings changed dramatically this morning, and uh, somehow I came out in a virtual heat for second with Robert Scoble, but that's only because the real key, you know, key guys opted out. Now, this isn't official. If you, you have to go to a, a site called socialstatistics.com. But apparently, uh, these are the same people who do the Twitter counter, and they scrape uh, Google Plus to get the rankings. You have to add your Google Plus account by number to their database. Uh, previously, Mark Zuckerberg was number one with well over 110,000 people following him on Google Plus. He's disappeared along with Larry Sergei and Vic Gondrotra. They're all gone but I want to thank them because it means that me and Robert can be right up there at the top along with Kevin Rose, Felicia Day, Tom Anderson. He's not opting out. Former founder of MySpace who says he's, a job. he's enjoying being retired. He actually is one of the most... Interesting people to follow. He
2: really is. I've I've been amazed that he's been very. Yeah. He, he comes in and leaves very good comments, and yeah. uh, tom has been been kind of good. I wish I'd you know if, he, if he'd been a real friend back at MySpace, maybe <laughs> I'd still be there.
0: He was everybody's friend. He was the guy you all you all when you joined <laughs> MySpace. He's the guy who was like looking like this at a whiteboard, and he's that's his still his uh, picture by the way. On uh, I love it that he uses yes. <laughs> the same picture on Google Plus of the guy looking up the whiteboard.
1: For all we know, he looks nothing like this, you know. That's well, didn't, didn't he? Didn't he um, lie about his age on MySpace as well? Did he really? Oh, that's he, he deducted ten years from his age so that he could he could stay youthful. Now uh, we don't know what happened, but uh, uh, you know, some there,
0: Slashdot said, "Oh, Mark Zuckerberg pulled his account," but I went and checked; his account it's is still, still there. there. <laughs> still as blank as ever. And still followed by, we presume, hundreds of thousands of people, maybe more, because uh, it looks like Google Plus now has opened up invitations, and there are lots of people in there.
2: Yes. I've now given up I was going through everybody who followed me so I can find friends.
0: I've given up now. I've, you I've, can't. I can't. I can't. You can. Yeah. You're followed by 16,000
1: people. I mean, that's, you know, it's impossible. Yeah, um, but it's what it did same with Twitter. Right? I turned those notifications off on Twitter a while back. Yeah, you do oh, yeah. that's not I like the
0: asymmetric um, following model that uh, Twitter and Google Plus use as opposed to the symmetric following model that Facebook uses. You follow everybody who follows you on Facebook. Um, right. although uh, there might be uh, some changes to way, the way circles work, if we're to believe Vic, who posted on uh, Google Plus, let us know what changes you want to make. And he allowed people to vote up and down on the changes. And the top plus one to changes all involve kind of modifications to circles, including uh, some, some, I think, some really useful uh, modifications to circles. Um Uh, This is not going to be the Google Plus show. Don't worry, folks. But we do have to talk about it because it's taken off. Plus, I met with
2: Bradley this week.
0: Oh, good. It seems to be people giving
2: a privacy talk.
0: It seems to be moving faster than any social network in living memory, except maybe Facebook.
2: And they're very open. There were some things that he asked me about that were, you know, under the NDA because he just wanted to get some response just to some things that without letting know they're talking about. The things that I hit him up for, I said the problem to the raking of Cron. With the comments, I said my solution is just give me the separate feed of latest posts. And until you have that, by the way, it's not going to be very good for news. And he said, I don't know if I believe him or not, but he said, "Oh, I hadn't heard that idea before. It's a good idea. So maybe we can get that." Mm-hmm. I also pushed for the idea of more um, links, uh, ability to put more than one link in a post. That, that otherwise it's kind of irresponsible in the, yeah. in the blog world not to do that. And then. Um, Third, I begged him to support the standards that are starting to come out there now. Things like the hashtag. That and by support, I mean put it in search and yeah. fill in hashtags and do all the well. Search that search
0: on Google Plus would be nice to start with, and a hashtag. Yeah, that'd be just nice a, to start. With. Yeah. It's kind of a specialized form of search, a kind of a pre-populated well, search.
1: Uh, abandoning the Twitter search was also a, a, a shame. The, the, basically, the real-time search. The, you mean, the real-time search has gone away from the from there, and that, um, and. The story was that Google and Twitter hadn't managed to renew their um, firehose agreement. Um, but it wasn't very clear of who decided not to renew it and where that went. But but that means they pulled the real time search just when you would need it for Plus, which is which is kind of a shame. Well, you might think that Plus will end up uh, taking Twitter's place as it grows. Yeah, but the point of real time search was that it was searching more than just Twitter. It was right. Just Twitter was the bulk of it because it has more public stuff. Yeah, because actually I think Leo, and I'm here full disclosure at, at um,
2: ideal Lab where they have Uber Media, and I am a nano, micro, little tiny investor in that. Um, but as, as, as I was thinking about it before I got here, I, I kind of realized that we're, we, we actually now have something that I'm calling the, the Chatchka cloud, <laughs> right, is, is that Twitter used to own that. Twitter was the only one where we made Chatchkas. Everything else was something else. And then Google Plus changes that overnight. And now you have, you know, little tiny posts. And, and then I guess I would I now throw Tumblr into this. And the interesting thing is what can you do across that world? Right. Right, and that's why I wish that they would support the hashtag, because then you could start to see what people are saying about you know news of the world, across Google Plus and Twitter and yes, uh, Tumblr and so on, and it each one can still be its own service with its own pluses and minuses and its own differences, um, uh, and you can choose to be which ones you want to be in. But when you want to find news of the world news, I really want to be able to and and not get the noise the pure search would give me. I want the hashtag. So those kinds of of Conventions, uh, Google I think needs to to support. You're right. You know, search is the first thing, but then enable it in new ways.
0: Is there any reason to think that uh, you know? I mean, look at this is it's week two, kids. Yeah.
1: Is there any reason <laughs> to think that the Google won't add all of these obvious features? Oh yeah,
2: I think that they're they're
1: working like crazy. I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they they want to do that. I mean, but the, the the challenge is the the with all of this stuff is is how the stuff is connected, and it's it's, it's interesting to see that there is similar flood problems that we had on, on FriendFeed, and on Buzz, on Plus, um, which is that if, if Leo or Scoble or someone, someone with the many followers turns up in a post, suddenly you're swamped with everyone else's comments. And that's the piece that Twitter got right um, through not actually having a threaded comment thing, um, but also having a much uh, less explicit conversation. It has this notion of, of overlapping publics. Um, and the, the, the decision they made with the app replies to only show the app replies to people you're already following, I think was, was actually one of those critical ones that we complained about at the time. Mm-hmm. It was actually very wise in retrospect. Because mm-hmm. what it means is, by default, your feed is only showing the conversations between people that you already know, which dampens down that flood of followers effect. Um, and, you know, it's, 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 it's tricky enough with, when, it's, you know, when it's Leo or, or, or Scoble with, with 20,000 followers, but once it becomes... Um, you know Neil Gaiman, or um, you know, actual, actually, you know, Lady Gaga with millions of followers, th- that that stuff will break down radically.
0: Well, I, 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 I'm trying to understand what what it is that bugs people. Is it that the comment threads go on and on, and you see them all? No, it's yes. that it,
2: takes the, it breaks the cron. Is that you you get you Oh, get it's a, the a it's the fact that the, the heavily story commented story. stuff
1: surfaces up. It, it's both. It's both. It breaks the breaks the chronological order. Um, it also enforces a chronological order um, to see millions of Me Too-ish comments. So, the, yeah. the challenge is, um, you know, if if you if you ask a question on, on Twitter, um, you will get a whole bunch of at replies and you can look at them quickly and decide which ones you, you want to respond to. If you ask a question on Buzz, those turn into a giant um, threat. You know, Conversation thread because you've you've brought in thousands of people um, and there's a positive feedback loop that amplifies it and makes it makes it more annoying Um, and it also makes it easier to to um, for people for trolls to take over the conversation because because everyone sees the entire conversation. I suspect
0: Google thought, as I kind of do, that all if as long as you provide an easy way to mute this. Um, which, of course, I can't mute my own comment. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's mute this one. That um, Then I don't see it anymore, and it's gone.
1: and it but doesn't it's, it, it's, still, it's still the question of what the default feels like. Does, does this default feel like there are people I know here or, or there are people I don't know here? Right. Um, and what happens with Twitter is, by default, the first view you see is the people you've chosen to follow. Right. Um, you have to actually click something to see app replies, and, okay. you know, unless you're running a different client. Um, and you have, to, you have to make it an extra effort to see the, see the, the second degree stuff. Whereas um, on this, it's, it's pushed back at you. So if, you've, if you make the mistake of following Robert Scoble, suddenly your entire um, view of this is is through his lens because he's feeding so much traffic into it and so many people are responding to him. Um, and that's, that's a sort of subtle thing that, um, the, you know, one of the reasons that, that Twitter does work for uh, um, ridiculously famous people is they can still decide to have a conversation amongst the people they want to have, um, and have lots of people adding them that they can go and dip into when they want, when, the, when they when they feel like being more magnanimous. Um, but it doesn't that doesn't actually cause a problem for everyone else. Um, so if
0: Lady Gaga joined and got you know a, a thousand comments on every thread, she would always be at the top is what you're well, saying. Well, not your, necessarily
1: here, be at the top, but they, they, they fix that a bit, so they only yes. pop, it doesn't pop. seem
0: like that yeah yeah if, if yeah. someone
1: well, you knows um commenting on it, but the thing is once someone does, you know I follow enough people who follow what who follow Lady Gaga um, and may comment on one of her threads because you know she's the phenomenon, um, and that will then pull the entire thread in, and the other you know hundred thousand little monsters you know making hand gestures <laughs> and saying "rah well, um, but that's... Okay, that. so that but i I you know
0: if it's a good thread, I want to see the other people's engagement. So, I mean, that's really more of a problem problem with Lady Gaga and the noise of her followers than it is... Right, it comes in
2: uh, truncated, and you can choose to explode it or not. So that's okay. It'll show me, you know, top two latest two something. It'll give me a sample of two comments, and then it's up to me as to whether explode the seal all all hundred or not.
0: I seem to have followed something really not what I wanted to follow, by the (laughs) way. (laughs)
2: A uh, quick, quick, great, a great story about Lady Gaga. I just heard uh, here at Idea Lab. Uh, I arrive in LA as they are having what they are calling here um, uh, the the. Um Oh, now I'm going to forget the word of it, but they're closing the 405 freeway. Oh yeah, crazy. This is the
1: Carmageddon thing, is. yeah, Carmageddon. Uh, Carmageddon,
2: Carmageddon, and they're going absolutely berserk here. It's hilarious. It's as if the city is having a bypass operation. You have to take Sepulveda for crying out loud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Slauson cutoff gets, gets, gets back right, <laughs> and and they're going berserk here. My lunch companions told me that they that they the city asked Lady Gaga to tweet this so that more people would find out. Wow. And think about that that means <laughs> what happened was Lady Gaga has more followers she has re-
0: than the Los Angeles Times? She, she has replaced the civil media. defense system. <laughs> yes. Remember when we used to have on radio and it'd go put off a tone and beep, burp, burp. this has been an alert of the civil defense. That's Lady Gaga now.
2: Oh, not just that. She's also the Los Angeles Times and television. She goes, she's Gaga, media.
0: oh, my Gaga, yeah. uh, uh. we are 405 is close, close. <laughs> That's I don't know if that's a good comment or not on our on our, our society. That's really so now. If I see, I wish I could search for Karmageddon on uh, on uh, Google Plus. I kind of sure. can because I can go site equals colon plus right. dot work. google <laughs> dot com and then Karmageddon, but. It's kind of absurd. It should be. It should be internal, and then and hashtags should be implemented. But I think all that stuff
1: they'll, they'll, they'll
2: come. They're, they're working hard on it. And the fact that they're enlisting and doing all that, I think is important. You can
0: see how
1: hard this is, though, because just no. But the thing is that this this there is this problem that um, following you know people's audiences are not normally distributed. They're exponentially distributed. You have Lady Gaga at one end, and then sort of up that same high end of the curve, there's there's Leo, and and you know people Scoble. who have. Scoble and people who, are, who are, have a lot of followers. Um, and then way down the other end, there's, there's a large mass of people who are talking to a handful of people most of the time. And, and you will not. never
0: see them at the top because they have so, so few followers, right?
1: Right. Um, and the thing is, um, there's, you, you want different things at different phases of, of constructing one of these things. So at the startup phase, you do want to demonstrate lots of engagement. Right. So you, you, you clearly do so want working. to bring people into this, there, there's, there's something there phase that that, that, that we're seeing with Plus, um, But... After a while, you overshoot and you get to the this 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 flood is is unmanageable, right. um, and then people back off, and it's it's a, it's a classic. Um, so it's fixable. It, it, it's and in fixable. Fact, they probably are doing this on purpose. They may have been, been initially doing it on purpose to amplify this, but yeah. but it'd be tricky to actually get the the, the thing that Twitter um, sort of stumbled into right because it it, it is it is. Um, a different presumption about what a comment right. thread looks like. Right. Um, and this is something that you know. YouTube has this issue too. Um, YouTube has some videos with millions of people on them, and the comment threads are completely useless. Right. And it has some small ones that are you know somebody's art film. The comment thread is actually useful. There was a. Um, the, somebody did a response to YouTube's um, copyright thing that explained what fair use actually was um, rather than the, the YouTube copyright school saying, if you copy anything, you must be breaking yes. the law. Yes. Um, and with the cute pirate cats and things. And, I it, loved and it. Yeah. did a nice reply to that. But the comments to that one are very sensible discussions of um, what actually fair use constitutes, what, what copyright is, because it's a, you know, it's a, it's a narrow thing. Denny's linked to it earlier. Um, Here's that, my problem with that, is I saw it. It
0: went by in the stream... Yes. And I can't find the sucker. Yeah. I mean, this is the other yes. problem is that there's no good way to kind of pin stuff. or Well, well you, stuff. You, you can't favorite things, which is a Google function they should put on it. Well, we have a worker. There is a workaround, which is you create a circle with only you in it, and then you, sh- you reshare whatever you want to save to your to that right, circle. Yeah, that's the, the, but that's a which, no,
2: no, again, they'll no, no, come to that. Uh, I, the thing I, one thing I don't understand watching the two weeks here is the – um, I'm going to say this I, the wrong find way. By the quality of posts. There. The quality of posts is what I mean by that. Is that why are animated gifs taking over? Because MySpace's we can. <laughs> we couldn't on
0: Twitter, and we can here. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but but as, but even Tumblr doesn't doesn't. I mean, Tumblr, you could have a, a, you know, a cat
0: picture. I don't have a single animated GIF in the first 10 or 20 posts. But then,
2: then Chris Perillo would do it, and even though I unfollowed him. Well, I unfollowed his, him. Did, no, but now everybody re- shares right. Chris Perillo animated GIFs or those those kinds of pictures you have, right? I don't mind these. These are all right. Yeah,
0: but the 20th time you've seen it. Well, look, it keeps, it keeps
2: coming exactly. up, doesn't That's it? the yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. So I don't need to see every reshare of it, because there's a comment on it. Uh, it. It's creating a kind of low-quality noise. In a way that they, they have to dedupe, not just, um, you know, one of the Twitter problems is the retweet, of, retweet, of, retweet. You see, you see the same thing over and again when it's retweeted, right. and I wish they could dedupe that. Here, I think you want to dedupe the shares because every time it's shared, they'll just tell you that. But I also want to dedupe the media behind it. Yes. You, Jeff, you've already seen that funny picture. Right.
0: you it's don't not need to see that again. Time. <clears throat> But these are all things that can be fixed. I, hey, I, I think we. I don't want to spend like no, an hour talking about feature requests for Google Plus because God knows they will be. I'm sure rolling out a ton of them. They've they've been very slow in the first two weeks. They're only, you know, only a few little changes here mm-hmm. and there. That's, uh, kind of
2: well, right they, that, that, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Not doing huge changes in two weeks is now considered slow. I think it's good. <laughs> I think yeah, it's good. I, uh,
0: I think they're probably wise not to uh, jump to uh, every request. However, uh, you know, there's a guy who did an analysis, which, which I thought was quite in, quite ingenious. He uh, tracks the how common surnames are. And by looking at the growth of particular surnames and then comparing them to the overall uh, commonality in the u.s. of those surnames he's able to kind of fair i think it sounds fairly accurately uh... project the size of google plus at least in the u.s. because he's not doing it outside u.s. he estimates ten million users uh... by this weekend does that sound off to you sounds high
2: So, the i guess what will make it believable to me is how much they emphasized international
0: there's that a lot of international There's a hell of a lot which is which is
2: wonderful i love yeah. that um, I also told them, I, I quoted Gina uh, in three or four meetings there, that they don't have enough women and not just have women, but also have people who are going to have different kinds of problems with the service so they, they know it. And I said, you should put on all of Glam and all of her overnight,
1: and that would help you a lot. Yeah. Right. But the other thing is that they, um, they haven't got anyone under 18 on there, which I think is a massive no. mistake. Um, because that is you – know, they said share this with your family, and I thought, great, I'll invite my sons. They said, right. no, you can't, they can't come on, they're 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 under eighteen. Yeah. Um, so, that is a massive piece of usage. You know, I'm sure they'd love it, and enjoy dealing with it, and it's a, it's a a group that will that will test this in, in ways that they had not thought of yet we speaking of that I think we see of course all the public engagement and and probably uh, at least you
0: and me Jeff post publicly for the most part but I'm wondering yeah. how many people are using it in the other way you could absolutely use this uh, a la Facebook and just post to particular circles I've tried a little bit with work posting to the uh twits circle that's not worked well because there's so much other noise they don't see that right but, well they, um, they
2: they could click on you need to. Then you have to have synchronous circles. You have to. Your your staff has to agree that you all yeah. have a twit circle. And, and they have old. to know to look Same
0: once in a while.
2: Which would be a hassle to, to manage, but I think right. that's something where you can. I would but like. There's to,
0: potential it. there. I think there's something there that is different yes. than Twitter, which is it can be used in a variety yes. of kind of ways that are not Twitter-like. It could be used. To just talk to your family, uh, yeah. I tried using it as a DM uh, system, and of course, again, the noise kills it because it the DM I sent, I'm sure, scrolled way off the page before. Uh,
1: yeah, I, well, like it shows up in notifications. Those ones, those ones do. So that if you yeah. if you actually ping someone, they will show up there. But yeah, the, I no, have
0: so it, many it's, notifications. It's I mean, I, don't, well. I guess I'm well, unusual. So many, so many of
1: them are follows. Yeah,
0: I can't. I can't keep track of my notifications. There's always nine notifications at all times.
2: I, I wish we could, you know, one of the features that I use on Twitter now is I watch my media wonks list more than my Twitter feed. And I like that I can publish that list. It would be nice if you could publish a, a, a Twit list to your fellow employees and say,
0: you know, a, a circle and, f- and follow that. What about Kevin Rose who says, I'm going <laughs> to redirect KevinRose.com to my Google Plus and I'm not having a blog anymore. Is that just a showboat or is that a, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a dumb <laughs> idea, right?
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, because blog true. does well, two different things. Well, right now it does multiple links and things like that.
0: Well, one of the advantages, though, is you get all this engagement. I mean, even a a, a big name like That's, Kevin mm-hmm. Rose probably gets ten times more people seeing everything he writes on Google Plus than he does on his blog.
2: Oh yeah, I mean you know this is uh, believe me, this is my my publisher is salivating over the possibilities to promote the book <laughs> on here. Uh, I will I won't bug you too much, folks, but but I will soon. <laughs> soon September. Um, this will never six. All the parts, Simon Schuster. Um, and, and, yeah,
0: Simon uh, Schuster, not a News Corp. Publisher. No, not a News Corp. Right. I left News Corp. the News Corp. I thought that was interesting. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. No. I I a, is is that Harper because Collins. you write a lot about News Corp. in
2: the book? The, yeah, I, 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 I'm talking about open and closed companies and institutions, and News Corp. is the most closed institution I could imagine in media by far. And
0: you had a, a deal with them.
2: I had a deal with them, but I had not signed the contract. Interesting. And so I pulled the book from HyperCollins and News Corp. And frankly, with all the current kerfuffle um, and hoopla, yeah. I, am, I am glad uh, yeah. not to be there. The, the, this News of the World story is
0: unbelievable. Well, we're going to get to that because I do yeah, want to yes. get your take on that. Absolutely. And Kevin's English, so. Yes. I'm. <laughs> you can speak I, about but Kevin's
2: this not a news of the world In the, in the proper, in the proper uh, not, accent. Not for a while, now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it's a site on the web.
0: Yeah, but still, you've got to say it right. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. I, I think we'll talk a little more about Google+, and there's a lot more about Android and all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, Gina Trepani, not with us. I know she's right now. She's going through withdrawal, even though it's the middle of the night in China. She's going, I feel I should be doing something. <laughs> I hope she's having a great time in Shanghai. Um, and, but she'll be back in a couple of weeks. This is the second to last, by the way, uh, this week in Google we'll be doing from the studio, the old cottage. Next week, we'll be here. Two weeks hence, we will be all... And I, and I had a major, like, all-hands engineering meeting yesterday. And all I kept saying is, are you sure we could do it on July 24th? Are you <laughs> sure July 24th? You know, that's, you know that's only 11 days. Are you sure? And they said, yes, we're sure. So um, we'll be doing the show uh in the new studio soon, or and you know what's gonna be, to be doing cool it in
2: the backyard.
0: Well, yeah, we might. Who knows? You know, what's gonna be cool though. Is that instead of being in this Hollywood Square thing, we're gonna de- we're gonna decompose it, deconstruct it, and will each of you will be- have a seat at the table with a with a monitor. <laughs> <laughs> around the table. It might look so weird that we have to do something else at some point. <laughs> on on um,
2: the the nerd character on um, yeah, oh,
0: Sheldon. Sheldon, what's, what's, what's this thing? What do you call it? Yeah, he has this re- re- remote thing where he wa- w- rolls around. Yeah, and chat room,
2: what's the name for that? They have a name for it. Is there a name for that? Yeah, because that's what all the guests will be now.
0: Yeah, they will be. So whatever that is, that's what we're, uh, we're going to make you be. <clears throat> I'm watching. We don't. Yeah, chat, don't re- chat room apparently doesn't watch Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that's surprising. Virtual presence device? Oh, uh, no. That's what it wrong, is. But I thought it had
2: a name. I thought it did.
0: All right, never mind. Sheldon. Sheld- we're all Sheldons. Yes, we're all Sheldons. True. We'll call it a Sheldon. Why not? <laughs> Sheldon. That's good. I like that. On our Sheldon today, to my left, Jeff Jarvis to my <laughs> right, on Kevin Marks. Like, I think that's it exactly. Hey, before we go on, though, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, our good friends at Squarespace, the secret behind exceptional websites. Goodness gracious, you could make your blog be just a Google Plus blog, but I think you really should have a presence on the web that you control, that you own, that you have... And this is it. This is the place to do it. Squarespace.com. Actually, KevinRose.com was a Squarespace site. He's going to regret this. (laughs) First of all, plenty of bandwidth. You never run out. Can you do this? Can you post and manage comments on your iPhone or iPad on uh, that other one? No, but you can on Squarespace, a great app. You can even watch your stats. And, yes, you get full stats. You'll know your visitors. The ability to incorporate photo galleries, and uh and social integration with Twitter and Facebook and all the RSS feeds Flickr this makes it so much easier to design a site you don't need to have any uh, CSS or JavaScript skills if you do hey all all the pow- more power to you you can do that too now here's the deal you can import your data from all the major APIs Movable Type WordPress TypePad or Blogger and export to it's fully circular so you're never trapped. Now, Squarespace includes hosting and the best content management software out there. It's a, just a beautiful, elegant piece of code that makes your site sing. You never run out of bandwidth with Squarespace. And, of course, some of the best people in the world use it. I wonder now if Squarespace is going to change. They have a little plug from Kevin Rose on here. And I wonder if they're going to have to take that off. Uh, he says things like, I can never bring down my Squarespace site. You know, he says here, 85,000 uniques to my site today, KevinRose.com from Dig. I guess you know how dated it is from that. I know this shouldn't shock me, but it does insane. Squarespace, just fantastic. Here's the deal. Go to Squarespace.com. You'll find that big green button that says try it free. You can start a site. You can actually start many, many sites. Just kind of play with the uh, tools. You get access to everything for two weeks. At the end of the two weeks, you can buy the site or not. You let it go. Price is very affordable. 12 bucks a month if you sign up for a year, even less if you sign up for a longer term. And here's the deal. If you use the offer code TWIG7, you will get 10% off your new site for the first six months. Now, that's a good deal. 10% off for the first six months. Squarespace.com, when you sign up, use the offer code TWIG7. It's the secret behind exceptional websites. Trying to catch you in a yawn, Jeff. I did.
2: <laughs> I thought I was safe. <laughs> Trying to get them all in. I got. I got jet lag. I
0: don't oh yeah, you're so you're in Cali right now. It's possible yes. Bill Gross will pop his head in. If he does, we'll say hello. He's actually uh, posts fairly uh, actively as well. He's, he's very good. Oh, he's yeah, loving Google plus. Google plus. You know who else? Richard Branson
1: just started
0: uh, posting. Allegedly.
1: Alleged. You think it's not him? Well, we haven't seen a, a, a chain of um, we can't verification for anywhere else, have we? Yeah.
0: Is, uh, who who? Uh, I think it was. Um, the the girl in Who's the Boss verified is that her Alyssa Milano. Milano verified using Twitter. <laughs> so she, she tweeted yes that is my Google Plus account. So now we know. It's well, her. and, and
2: well, of course Instead we could all verify. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a new job. We can verify using Scoble. Yeah. Scoble knows everyone. Scoble so.
1: verified Zuck for us. Right.
2: So uh, we can verify me. Oh, no, me. But, you
1: know, we do have a way to do this properly, which is Role me. you know, there is a way to actually do this by connecting sites together with me, is to say this is me and this is also me. That that's, you know, that's the way you're supposed to do it. So, um, uh, but uh, oddly Google isn't actually amplifying that.
0: Yeah, I wish they would. Well, they're well they're kind of rolling that out in fact uh yeah, they're doing yeah. it as part of the REL author stuff, yes. Yeah, Yeah.
2: So, exactly. It's the author thing. They are doing, so so right.
0: what, what you do, just for people who want to know, here's my website, my canonical website. And what you need is a page per author. So I have, this is my bio. And in the code of this bio um, is, author, is, uh, the, is the uh, HTML uh, rel equals, quote, me, end quote. Is that right, Kevin? Yes. Yep.
2: That's right. <laughs> and That's then
0: right. in yep. every post, so if I go to a blog post, also in the HTML, invisible to humans, but not to the Google, is the code rel equals quote author quote. Is that right? Yep. Yes. And then by doing so it's in theory, post, when page. I search for myself on Google that the the articles that I wrote or the pages that I authored, I guess. Oh it worked! Yeah. Have there's, my, a, there's a Leo. There's a Leo.
1: <laughs> right. So this, is this verification? Yes. Um, the, the thing that's, that's, yes, this verification by, it's distributed verification. This, this is the same as the social graph API stuff that, um, that we did way back when. And it's, it's, it's um, the XFN standard is is really It's XFN, used. that's right. It's part of that. And, and XFN that, has a
0: number XF... of other things. Wait a minute, here's Bill Gross. Let's say hello to Bill Gross. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill.
3: Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, well, we're thrilled to have I you. Really, really enjoy it.
0: So is so, Uber, Uber Media going yeah. to continue uh, doing the Twitter stuff? or uh, I know you're nope. very positive about Sorry. Google+. Google Plus.
3: Yeah, you commented on a bunch of the things already today, how great the engagement is on Google+. It's just fantastic. So I'd love to figure out ways to work with that as well. And you, you, a few different things you brought up. First, I also took the leap, like Kevin, and pointed my blog over. Uh, you said it was kind of dumb. To you me. did that? Really? <laughs> yeah, I did that. Well, I did it because of the engagement and um, the ability to write something and get so much positive feedback and actually talk with people. The engagement was so much higher, and the spam from my WordPress blog was so much worse. Right. It was unbelievable. I really couldn't talk with anybody, but... The, um, the fidelity and the signal-to-noise ratio being so good at Google+. Plus. Now, it'll be interesting to see if that can hold up as it opens up wider. You know, the, the rumors of between 4.5 million and 10 million people right now, is probably in that range. Uh, what happens when there's 50 million people or 100 million people? Will the signal-to-noise be as good? And I think that Google, because of their algorithms, probably can do a better job of that than most people. So may, maybe that will hold up. We'll see. You brought up one other thing earlier. Um, the insight that you had about um, the clever way that Twitter only shares the comments with other people you're following, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that was a very good insight when you talked about that earlier. Um, that might be something that's necessary to really yes, filter yes. out the comment stream from being so huge.
1: What but do you right it's now, the huge
3: comment stream is a plus, we'll see if that turns into a minus.
1: Well, I think it's a transition point on particular streams as well. I mean, I think when there are four or five comments on there, you're happy to see them all. But when it hits a thousand, you clearly yeah. want some, some way of reducing that. Um, yeah. and that. That's a really strong signal that would make sense to you. And, uh, and it's, it's one that works well on Twitter.
3: Absolutely. And then, Jeff, you brought up um, the issue of the changing of the cron. Um, you know, that something has to be done to maybe your idea, the one you suggested to them of give me a choice. Uh, I either want a chronological order or I want it bumped up or, uh, again, uh, I trust Google more than almost anyone to come up with a clever algorithm to try and make that work out uh, that they did it this well in a first release. You know, but they're even calling a .1 release, not even a, a 1.0. But even as a 1.0, it's a brilliant, brilliant product.
1: Well, what was your take on the real-time search going away, Bill?
3: Yeah, that I'm, I'm really curious. I, I don't know whether it was prompted from the Twitter side or from the Google side, so I, I really don't know. Uh, I actually thought that the tweets being integrated into Google searches, it was starting to show up more and more and it was starting to be pretty good. So it is kind of a shame that it's gone because it was starting to look pretty nice. But look, now Google is getting so much content in Google Plus, they can start servicing Google Plus posts in search. And um, maybe they can do a better algorithmic job because they have more signals about what's actually relevant or not.
2: So part (laughs) of the irony of that is that because so much is made, uh, we don't know how much, but so much is made not public, they're having right, a lot right, less there yes, than, than, yes. They, than they could have. Yeah. The other question, Bill, it, um, yeah. why um, do you think that Google didn't include search in the beginning of Google yeah, Plus?
3: Yeah, uh, Well, Google is a search company, so they're gonna do search really, really well. The only thing I could think of is it just wasn't ready for prime time because they wanted to make it perfect and they had something so good they wanted to roll it out. Um, they're gonna have great search and that's gonna make a big difference. And I'm really curious um, I have been posting, and you guys were talking about this earlier, mostly public, because I have things that I want to share with people, and I don't um, uh, want to limit it to just a circle unless I have a family-like circle um, or a private one, like you were talking about making a business ones, you know, like a, a, we have an Ubermedia one, we have an Idealab one, but most of the things that I'm sharing, I'm trying to open up a broader discussion. I wonder how many people are doing that versus how many people are really keeping their things very tightly in circles and more private. I think one of the beautiful things about Twitter and one of the things about Google Plus is it is public. It is very different from Facebook. Um, I wonder if that's the way people are really gonna end up using it. And it, uh, something about what you were talking about earlier about the very subtle rules, very little things can make a big I- impact on how the thing plays out. You said. Uh, you're laughing, uh, why are people doing animated shifts? Because they can. So, yes. so uh, maybe uh, some of the little rules that Google tweaks will have wild unintended consequences, but I think they'll stay on top of it to correct things and, and bring it back to a, a happy medium.
2: Uh-oh.
0: I'm sorry, I turned myself down. Surely oh. they uh, <laughs> are aware that everything they do has a, hu- has a huge impact. It's, it's, uh, it's almost like a terrarium. <laughs> yeah. where, you know, you take the turtle out and everything dies. <laughs>
3: Well,
0: it's an ecosystem. I, I think that that's probably a, a, a fair comparison. Yes. You, you really How do you guys it. see the
2: relationship of Google Plus to Twitter, to Tumblr, to blog posts? How do you see the cloud of, of tchotchkes evolving?
0: I think, you know, my question here is, is, and maybe Bill has some insight, and I know you and Kevin might as well. What, it's clear that there's a lot of stickiness and appeal. To Google Plus. And I'm just not sure, A, what it is. Maybe it's UI, maybe it's the group that's there right now. And I'm not sure how long lived that will be. If it's just the group that's there now, that's going to change dramatically. Is there some magic sauce in Google Plus, and what is it? Bill, do you have a thought on that?
3: Well, I, I, for me, the biggest magic sauce is the group that is there certainly matters. But I think that there's something else they've done. They have taken some of the best ideas of Facebook, some of the best ideas of Twitter, and then they've added smart threading and smart groups. And that is a relatively small but big innovation at the same time. It's small in that, well, how could that little thing make that much difference? But it really does. It forms a new type of self-expression, just like the rules of Twitter formed a new type Mm -hmm. of self-expression, the asymmetry that you brought up about it relative to Facebook. A whole life form emerged from the rules that Twitter set up. And there's this new interesting life form emerging uh, because of the rules that have been set up. Now, as you said, it's a terrarium, so, uh, there, and then spammers are going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so right now the spammers weren't invited yet.
0: They're the, they're the acid rain of the terrarium.
3: Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's going to be amazing. You know, when it goes fully open, uh, people are going to be, like every system, trying to game it for their benefit right. and find ways to make money. <clears throat>
0: It strikes me. I know you have a lot of investment in uh, in Twitter. Although I imagine all of your clients, the Ubermedia clients, they, they, I mean, they're really complete platform agnostic. So it doesn't it doesn't from your point of view, it doesn't matter. In fact, you might have some some feelings about it not being Twitter after the way they treated you. Um, and I won't go on any further. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just wondering if though that Twitter may ha- what may happen is is a very clear roles may emerge for Twitter. Facebook and Google Plus, and they may be able to coexist quite nicely. Twitter really is 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 going to, I think, become in many ways more infrastructure, a signaling system. That's what ended up happening to Friend Feed and Buzz. People didn't even really visit that often. They just, they use it as a signaling system.
3: Yeah, I, I think that all of them are going to survive and thrive. Yeah. Uh, not not Twitter and Facebook are not going away because of Google Plus.
0: This is not a Twitter killer.
3: No, d- d- but I think that. Um, there, there is going to be a level of innovation on those two platforms, on Twitter and Facebook, that is forced by Google+, which, which I think is going to be great for consumers.
0: That's totally. right. Yeah, totally
3: great. I, I think, th- look, I think um, Bing made Google raise their game in a great yeah. way. And I think Google+, is going to make everybody raise their game in a great way.
0: One last question, Bill, and we'll let you go. I know you have lots to do. But I'm just curious if you see uh, this as... I have to say, and this is a show about Google, about the cloud. For the last year, we kind of felt like Google maybe had lost its way a little bit, was not have, not able to innovate in the way a small company, a nimble company is able to innovate. It strikes me that this launch along with Hangout and, uh, and, and, and these new products kind of shows a, a Google that is still innovative, still is creative, still can do something very significant. Is, do you feel that is the case?
3: Oh, I, I totally feel this is a... Uh, Google has its mojo back moment. Exactly. I, um, uh, I, I think that this is a collision of a lot of work. Obviously, this has been uh, uh, worked on for a long time. Um, but this is a collision of so many different threads Google's been taking, both their infrastructure, their video, their Chrome browser. Look how valuable that mm-hmm. is to this. Um, so many different threads have come together to make this great. And it's the right time and the right place and the right product. I mean, it's a really, really well-executed product. So I think, I think it's amazing to watch some of the companies today that are this big, to watch Apple, a company this big, to grow at that kind of rate, yeah. you know, to grow their revenues year over year like they have with such wild innovation, and to watch a company like Google that's this big with that many tens of thousands of employees to innovate like this, that is damn impressive, <laughs> really, really impressive.
0: Bill's done so many great things at Idea Lab. So many great companies have come out of Idealab. Is there, is there a company that you're excited about that's uh, on the horizon that you want to talk about?
3: Well, I'm doing a lot of stuff both on the Internet but also in solar energy. I have a dream that we can get solar energy to be less expensive than fossil fuels. It's not an easy challenge, but it's a very important one, so I'm working very, very hard on that as well. And where do you and make the improvements?
0: So in the efficiency on solar cells? Uh,
3: well, it's both efficiency and cost. And it's reducing uh, the balance of system costs. It's reducing all kinds of things to make it lower than fossil fuels. Fossil fuels are so cheap because you just dig them out of the ground and burn them. But we're going to run out this century, and it's either going to be pretty or ugly. And if we can come up with a cost-effective solution, we can make it be pretty and not ugly. And I'm hoping I can be a part
2: of that. Mm -hmm. One of the great things I saw this morning in the tour that Bill gave me, besides it being a great space where you just feel creative all around, and you know the ghosts of of, of companies that are here, Mm -hmm. but he has a physical shop where they actually make things. It's so Edison. What what all do they have
3: (laughs) Well, we we have a full CNC machine shop that we make available to all the companies. Not all the companies use it. Obviously, some of them use our servers and not our our, uh, CNC milling machine. But we try and make it available so every company in the building can prototype rapidly, focus more on its customer and not on the mechanics of getting things done. And it's just one of the philosophies that we have that's paid off very well for us.
0: Really great. It's so good to talk to you, Bill.
3: Oh, same here. Thank you so much. I admire what you're doing so much. It's such an honor to be on your show. Oh,
0: my. <laughs> <laughs> I feel exactly the same. Idealab.com, but if you go to BillGross.com, guess where it takes you? It, <laughs> it, it, it takes you to the Google. <laughs> thank you, Bill. Thank you very much. Great to talk to you, and thank you, Jeff. That's, a, that's a, Once again, Jeff Jarvis with the big score. We're going to take a little break. Jeff Jarvis and Kevin Marks are here. We're talking about Google+, Plus, but enough. Enough of that. I got, I got to find out what you think of the, of Murdoch. The B-Sky-B initiative, dead. News of the world, dead. Is Rupert Murdoch finally? What, how could we put this? <laughs> Is toast? he finally defanged? Is he toast? We'll talk about it in just a bit. Before we do, let me tell you about backup real quickly. I want to talk about Carbonite.com. You know, uh, my friend Peter Krogh, we've got to get him, we've, I think we're going to get him on TwitPhoto uh, very soon. He's just a great photographer, but also the author of a book called The Digital Asset Management Book. This is something every photographer has to deal with. How do you protect your assets, uh, cover your assets, as you might say, and, uh, and, of course, it's all about good backups. He coined the term 3 one backup, and I constantly refer to that. Uh, when I'm talking about backups, now, let me just tell you the three-two-one backup strategy, then I'll tell you how Carbonite fits into that. Three-two-one means three copies of everything. That could be the original and two copies. But if you delete the original, <laughs> then you've lost. So you have to have three copies. You know, I see, I hear people make one backup, then delete the original, and say, but I'm backed up. No, that's one copy. You got to have three copies of everything. Two of them on different media. So don't put everything on a USB key or an external hard drive, because that's not going to do it. Uh, and finally, and this is the most important, one of them has to be off-site. If there's a disaster and you've got, you know, you've done the three, two, one. Oh well, yeah, well, see, I have a DVD here. I've got an external hard drive here, and I've got my original on the uh, computer. I've got 3-2, and then there's a fire, you've lost them all you know somebody comes and steals everything you've lost them all you've got to have the off-site backup now there's no easier way to fulfill the requirements of 321 than carbonite.com yes continue to make your local copy that's great that's easy it's fast it's, it's it's right there I I carry USB keys around with me that's good but that off-site backup carbonite here's what happens go to carbonite.com install it on your PC or Mac it's free for the first two weeks no credit card or anything just use the offer code twig immediately starts using your internet connection to back up your data now once that full backup set is done and by the way carbonite charges one flat rate for all the data on your internal drive once that backup is done then it's continually backing up whenever you're online if it's a lap it's really good for a laptop because you know all your it, when you carry around a laptop the whole world is in there right but carbonite whenever you're in an access point whenever you're at home it's backing up backing up backing up and keeps you backed up that data is available anywhere it's true cloud storage you can log on to your carbonite account from any pc or mac there's your stuff they even have an android uh, application a blackberry app an iPhone app, so you can always see your data. And should the worst happen, Restore is as simple as logging in your Carbonite account and pressing the Restore button. It's a good way to move to a new computer, for instance. So here's the deal. Try it free for two weeks. Carbonite.com. Use the offer code TWIG. When you decide to buy, I know you will because it's such a good solution. This is great for kids going off to college. It's what I did with my daughter's laptop. It's great for you know, any device that isn't like a Chromebook that actually has data on it. Um, When you decide to buy, use the offer code TWIG. It's $59 for a year, unlimited for a year, but you'll get 14 months for the price of 12 when you use the offer code TWIG. You got to back it up to get it back. Do it right with Carbonite. Offer code TWIG. So uh, we've talked a little bit about this uh, whole pretexting scandal, the... um, it looks like, not, it's interesting, it's not just the Sun and the News of the World, which are Rupert Murdoch's two big tabloids in the U.K., but is the Times also involved in this?
2: Not set, not really known yet, or even, even though the Sun is fully known yet. Uh, you know, Part of the problem with reporting things in the U.K. is that uh, you can't report criminal activity too early in the process to prejudice the trial. But
0: there is an investigation. They've hauled in a bunch of people. Yes,
2: yes, um, and...
0: And, even, and, and it's, been, it's kind of been admitted by some, right, that they were uh, checking people's voicemails, you know, by hacking. Hacking's the wrong word to use, guessing It is, passwords. the hackers get mad at it because it's yeah. simple.
2: Why don't, you, why don't you explain again how it was done?
0: Well, you said pretexting, so that's where you use social engineering to call up and, and get a password or get some information. Uh, but uh, we were talking with Steve Gibson, our security guy, earlier, and he said also... The fact is on a lot of these uh, voicemail accounts, yours too and mine too, there's a default remote access pin which is often 1234, 0, 0, 0, 0000 or at least in my case on many of my phones, the last four digits of the phone number, all of which are known if you have the phone number. Right. It's right. easy.
2: And what they would do is one reporter would call the number so that they tied up the line so it would go to the voicemail line and the other one would do the pretexting. Amazing.
0: Now it's not that it's so hard or so clever or so sophisticated. It's just that it's, it's just unethical evil. as hell. It's evil. Oh,
2: it's awful! It's awful, and it was done to reported as many four thousand people, including the family of a murdered girl who was then thought to be missing, including the families of um, dead soldiers in Iraq. They, in some Africa.
0: cases, erased these emails, uh, voice messages. They erased
2: right? the emails on the on the dead girl's account so that uh, more would be left, so they'd have more material. Uh, oh. Royals. Uh, Prime Minister Gordon Brown's account. They tried to get the medical records of his child. I mean, it's just really, but now- truly abhorrent. And what's fascinating about it is, I wrote my little poem on, on on Plus this morning. That you know, Humpty Dumpty sat on a paywall. Humpty Dumpty <laughs> had a great bail. Um All the king's horses and all the king's men are now trying to fry him like an omelet. <laughs> uh, and and what's fascinating is. That Murdoch was the one who built the biggest institution of, of, of some would say, put quotes around it, air quotes around journalism, but around news, of anybody. He created this this institutional behemoth. Uh, it had a very cozy relationship in the government media complex. That was and, the other
0: thing: is bribes and uh, oh,
2: police and and he was warned by the Guardian explicitly not to hire the former editor of News of the World as his spokesman and Cameron rather, and he did. Um, so, the connections between the Murdoch Empire and government were very tight and cozy, and Murdoch himself is bringing it down. I mean, the company itself is bringing itself down. So, they, they, they as you all know, they uh, closed the News of the World, which was a fairly abhorrent but large uh, tabloid. Uh, they wanted to buy B Sky B, which was a huge prize. Murdoch only owns 39% of it, and uh, all of Parliament. It was proposed by the liberals, but the, but the conservatives, the government had to come in behind, too, and they would have voted today to urge him to drop the bid. So before that, he dropped the bid, which is a huge impact on the company. People ask what the impact is going to be in the U.S. for our U.S. listeners. He owns Fox something. News,
0: the Dow Jones folks who, who publish the Wall Street Journal. Um,
2: I think there's a chance, and and, I'm, and this is only speculation. This is not a prediction. But after I wrote this on Monday, uh, the Financial Times and Felix Salmon at Reuters and others came in. Uh, John Gapper at the FT came in and saying the same thing. I think that News Corp may have to get out of the news business. Mm-hmm. Because if all you are is an entertainment executive, then you're known to be rapacious. That's not necessarily it's okay. it's not a big deal. It's
0: allowed to be yeah. a shark if you're selling
2: programming. But the yeah. fact that he brings now such cooties
0: to but the why, news business why, and why, brings why, such presentation. Why blame Rupert Murdoch for this? Is he, is he really to blame for this? Because he's management.
2: The, the buck stops there. Do uh, you think son, he created
0: a culture where this was encouraged?
2: Yeah, encourage You know, but but I want to be careful about that because (laughs) let me say, because I know right now there are are listeners of the show who get mad at me who are now tweeting away any second. (laughs) I'm not a stock Murdoch basher. I worked for the company at uh, TV Guide. I want to say very loudly that I got no editorial interference there. I got lots of editorial interference at Time Inc. Oh, that's interesting. The, the thing about the company is that to know is it's, it's very Australian, very seat of the pl- pants, very decentralized. Right. So I think the culture is not so much that Rupert, though he loves to to you know, find out what's on page one of his papers and deal with that. The culture is, let's do something that'll please the boss. Let's do something that, right. oh, I know they'll like this. And it's that kind of culture. It's not that
1: he orders... It maintains the action. deniability, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah so kevin you you must be somewhat of an observer on this it's funny because this story is only now gaining traction in the u s in the last week right big story right. in the u k for some time
1: well it's been it's been 's been bubbling under for years this thing the The Guardian have been sort of digging away at this and the, the phone hacking stuff is you know they had a court case in two thousand and six or seven wasn 't it jeff so the, no. this this is, this is not this is not all new stuff it 's just that they 've actually brought, brought up some more allegations but the other piece of this that um, there has been a sea change, is that um, the political candidates were all cowed by this. They were worried that if the sun went against them, they'd lose the next election. Exactly. Uh, um, and so they, they, would, they would go soft on, on the news international papers and that stuff. But what happened over the last um, two weeks is that there was a massive online backlash against this um, and a campaign to get advertisers to withdraw their advertising for the news of the world. Um, and that was, I think, a big part of what caused this to tip back back over and become a, a massive cause for Weber again. And you know, so this, a lot of these allegations have been around for a long time. Interesting. Um, Tom Watson, MP, who's, who's someone I know through the Open Rights Group, has been talking about about this for, for, for years and been told to shut up by his party and so on. Um, and, and now, you know, the questions that he asked in Parliament and the things being brought up in the news stories. So it, it, it's like the, the institutions are, are sort of actually working as they're supposed to now, but they had to get kicked into it by a, a sort of online campaign. Yeah, the, the the Guardian has done spectacular
2: work on this story. A friend of mine is over in UK now, and he says it feels very Watergate time like there, and and it's really quite amazing. Nick How Davies, much of this
0: is Schadenfreude though, on the Guardian's part?
2: Oh, oh, no, this is hard. Oh, oh, they're delighted, but this yeah. is very hard work, as Kevin says. They went after it and after it. Nick Davies, the reporter, was also is the one who convinced Assange to give him the WikiLeaks data. Davies is the brilliant kind of reporter. Alan Rusbridger, the editor of the Guardian, uh, and in full disclosure, as I write for the Guardian uh said in a in a wonderful video hustling up last week that this was a week of the worst of journalism. Let's remember also the best of journalism. The fear that I have is that the media in the news media in the UK are regulated uh, non-TV by the Press Complaints Commission, which is a private organization. There's gonna be a push to bring government regulation to news media. I, my American quasi-libertarian soul, just abhor mm-hmm. that idea. And uh, I think it's the wrong thing to do. And I think the real truth here is that the readers are your regulators. The government proved to be a terrible regulator. The government is part of the corruption, from police up to, the, up to, to number 10. And so the best thing we can do is to open up journalism more to more people. Uh, Craig Newmark and I talked last week. He, his hobby horse right now is fact-checking. And, you know, I wonder how to make that scale so you don't just have... I
0: think there are a lot of out-of-work fact-checkers who are glad to hear that. Well, yeah. <laughs> There's business. <laughs>
2: There's, there is business. And so, I, you know, why shouldn't every news story have a fact-check box on it? The, the New York Times does. We, could, we could, you could crowd, does.
0: that's right, crowdsource it now. You could start to do that. Not Use the you can hand over all the work to them. Nick,
2: a crowd could not do what Nick Davies did. Absolutely not. But the crowd can dig in documents, the crowd can fact-check things, the crowd can raise questions about things the politicians say and journalists Doesn't say. Doesn't
0: that mean that we don't really need to do this anymore? Because as soon as you publish a story, they're, 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 the, the hordes will jump on it and start to pick it apart. And if there's a problem, they'll find it.
2: Well, don't you find that true, Leo? They're, yeah. Like, so we'll, if you say anything wrong, right. bingo. It's certainly
0: you. true for us.
2: And the difference is the attitude about that. The attitude that you have is, thank you.
0: Right. Um, All right, let's move on. I I think that uh, we've we've covered that. It isn't technically a Google subject, but because Jeff is such a astute observer, well, I made it a little cloudy there. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You did a good job. You got you got to cloudify it. Um, Oh gosh, there's so much to talk about going on here. uh, That's not Google Plus. I'm going to try to skip ahead. Uh, Google offers rolls out in more markets, including here in the San Francisco Bay Area and New York City. Got my new Google Shopper 2.0 with Google offers. Strange offer. Uh, one of the local restaurants is offering $100 uh, off on a uh, education. I, don't, I think there's a, I think there's a, a, a mess, mistake in here. But uh, otherwise, uh, it's already they've already got quite a few offers in my small little town of Petaluma. Really? Yeah. So that means that the Google have, have sales...
2: Had, are, they, are they manicurish or are they better than that?
0: Um, no, they're they're not bad. So here's Cucina Paradisa offering $100 off my tuition at the Italian restaurant down the street. Papa John's Pizza, uh, Bistro sabor, sabor, Free Churros, Los Arcos, uh, Free Coffee Super Deal. That's in Santa Rosa. See, these are local. I don't know. You know, I guess they've been doing this for longer than... Uh, that's EAT. Let's see what play is. Yeah, and here's the... Uh, you know, here's some $1,500 off a, That's LASIK. an impressive number. $1,500?
2: No, 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 no. The, 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 even the a the little Petaluma. Little old Petaluma. deals.
0: Taekwondo, free first class. AIM Mail oh. Center, $2 off notary public charges.
2: I'll bet all those businesses have claimed their place pages
0: and that's Google's low-hanging fruit. And ah, you know, there is a little place button that shows up. That's why then. Yeah, that's yeah. what they
2: said they were going to do and that's what they're doing. And so now they have something else to sell the six million businesses that have claimed their place pages.
0: Places, I think there's no reason not to do a place page. That's just yep. such an obvious.
2: You know, and, and, and it's not unlike, I'm sorry not to go back to plus, but it's not unlike how they're making the, the profile page canonical for people. They want the place page to be canonical for the business. Right.
0: So Google offers now in Austin, Boston, Denver, New York City, Uptown, Downtown, and Midtown, Oakland, East Bay, Portland, Oregon, San Francisco, Seattle, and Washington, D.C.
2: New York City, the one so big we need three of them.
0: (laughs) Uptown, Downtown, and Midtown. I'm not going downtown. But no San Jose. Damn. No San Jose. Well, I wonder if San Francisco means the whole Bay Area. Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? I was wrong. So I was looking at... So how do I look? You you have to have the new Google Shopper, which just came out, 2.0. And uh, and then there is uh, then you have to subscribe. And it looks like there actually is nothing to buy in Petaluma right now. So whatever these other deals were, uh, um, uh, that's interesting. They were
2: Bay Area deals?
0: No, they were in the Bay Area. I don't understand the difference between that and uh, Google offers. But apparently there are offers. <laughs> I don't know why. There are some. There's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's. Somebody at Google can explain what the difference is between offers and offers, but apparently there is a difference. Hmm. I'll honor their offer, and it'll be honor and offer all night. Moving right along,
2: Google. <laughs> let's, let's keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jarvis said that. Okay. Um, no, I did not. I say everything else bad. It's an I didn't old, say that. Joke. <laughs> old joke. Old joke. She offered her honor. He honored her offer, and was honor and offer all night. Um, <laughs> Google Voice adds spam filters. let solicitors get caught in the web. Another good reason to use Google Voice. You can actually uh, filter out the call you don't want. Of course, on the regular phone, that's called do not call.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't work. No, but they, they, they had this before, right? They had numbers that were known to be um, solicitors, and that you could you would then block them. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, it's like a, a kismet for phone calling.
0: So it's creating a spam folder
1: for phone calls, texts,
0: and voicemails. The company's servers use collected data from other users marking similar messages as spam as well as proprietary yeah. identification tools to help ensure that those generic creditor or vacation sweepstakes calls never make it to your phone. I love that idea. Yeah, It's a shame we need it because, you know... You're supposed to be able to say, and I've, I try this all the time with solicitors, please add me to your do not call list. Right. The problem is many of these solicitations now are coming from outside the oh. U.S., and they go, I do not know what that list is.
2: Well, the great thing about, uh, you know, the, the easiest signal you have is you pick up the phone and you say hello, and if there's a 15-second right. beat, you know what yeah. it is. Right. It's
0: the phone room. The phone room. Oh, we got one. We got a live one quick. Right. Um. Android Market has been updated. Do you want to show? Let, let, I don't have it yet on my phone. I, apparently, it's being is, rolled out. Should I
1: try it on here? Okay.
0: Yeah, look, it's beautiful. I was, I
1: was, I was looking at the, the Foursquare offers near me. That was, that was mine. My...
0: Ah, Foursquare also has offers. In fact, Foursquare did this whole update to their Android app that makes it superior to the iPhone app. Oh. This is just the beginning. I think you're going to start seeing as Android grows really fast that increasing... It's just what happened with Windows and Mac. Increasingly... People are going to go to Android first, and I, I'm starting to see that in a number of ways, including this Foursquare app where they put notifications in and some other features that are not yet in an iPhone. Of course, Google did it themselves. With is this
1: the updated one or is this the old one? I'm not sure.
0: That's the old one. You want to see the new one? Yeah. Okay. Rub your eyes. Get ready. This is so exciting, ladies and gentlemen. This is the new market, and it includes okay. movies and books. Books. Now, what's the uh-huh. difference between that and Google Books? Is it just integrated? Go out. Okay, I'm in apps right now. Let's go to market. Apps, games, books, movies. Um, I mean it's totally totally looks different. This by the way is the nicest phone for Android, but you can't get it in the US yet. It's Samsung's <laughs> Galaxy 2S and um ah. Oh, is it is it is it beauteous? It's not mine. I wish it were. It's Eileen's. She of course has to have the latest and greatest. But uh it's it's just really Android sweet. lady. She's an Android lady. So let's look at Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, this is a movie. So I can rent this for $3.99, watch it on my phone, or I presume tablet if I've paid for it. It's got reviews. It's got related. Nicely done. That's really new
2: for them. Yeah. Because that was one of the problems is they didn't have the Netflix ability, so now they have their own
0: Netflix. Yeah. So
2: the question is, do they have any good movies?
0: Uh, well, they have Little Red Riding Hood. Well. <laughs> hey there, Little Red Riding Hood. So, uh, little, little Eileen Rivera, who has the best phone in the market, also then says to me, and can I get the new uh, Amazon, Amazon tablet? Uh, tablet when it comes out? Is it, well,
2: uh, is it Android?
0: Yes, supposedly yes. it is. Well, well, I, really, know, so it, I think she it, has a case. It's a rumor, right? Yeah. Uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal. Amazon, I mean, I suppose that makes it a credible rumor. Journal seems to do pretty well. I think people leak stuff to the journal. Amazon plans tablet by October. Um, the Seattle-based company will release two updated versions of its Kindle electronic reader as well. In the third quarter, one will be a touchscreen device. The other will not be touchscreen, but with an approved and cheaper adaptation of the current Kindle. Amazon, of course, not commenting. This is a, a rumor. The Amazon tablet, according to the journal, will have a nine-inch screen. Uh, it will run on Android. It will not have a camera," said one person familiar with it. But it will watch, allow Amazon customers to watch videos, read e-books, and listen to digital music they purchase or rent from Amazon. I am
2: presume they're not going to limit it to their tablets. So anything you can do on on Android, you can do from Amazon. Oh, you, you can do anywhere. anywhere.
0: Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah, there also is a $139 version of the Kindle now of uh, uh, the 3G Kindle. $139 is the lowest 3G they've ever offered. Uh, but you get ads from AT and T, I guess. AT&T.
2: What's the so the advantage to Amazon to having its own
0: tablet is what? Same. Uh, I would guess uh, same advantage Apple has uh, owning the iPad. Well, they well, own well, the they,
1: ecosystem, right? Well, there's two things to this. I mean, one is that it means they get to put their app store on it as the default one. Right. Right. Um, right. Um, and that means that they can they can sell not just books and media, but also apps through, through their system, which is something, you know, at the moment, installing their app store is a, is a major pain on the, the Google ones. Yeah, you have to go to um, a URL and, ugh. Yeah. Um, I said the other piece of this is that the Nook is doing very well. Um, for Barnes and Noble, there was one of the stories was that it that's was that's interesting. It's competitive the top e-reader, yeah, yeah, it so, is. Uh, um, and that that started out as a, a, a sort of you know locked-down Android that would only let you read books. And they said, oh, well, let's let people install apps too. And suddenly, um, you got a two hundred and fifty-dollar tablet that the people actually want. And they had a, they've got a lot of salespeople reading magazines and things on it, and um, because they're selling yeah. it through through um, through the stores. The speculation there. is though that it, it, the kin- the Nook's doing so well because it's color. Right. Well, part of, but all, and the other part of it is that they have, you know, they ha, they have physical presence to sell it. So they, yeah, have they have a, I mean, yeah, a the store. You could see it before you buy.
0: They've right. got a
2: hawker right up there pushing it hard. Right, right. For the um, first
0: time ever, the Nook Color is the number one uh, leading uh-huh. e-reader sales for the first time ever. Oh,
2: the other thing that's somewhat related is the Philadelphia Inquirer is thinking about selling is is selling slash giving away a tablet with long-term subscription. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah, you know, it reminds me. If, it reminds me of the early days of the web where a lot of newspaper companies, Knight Ritter, decided they had to be ISPs. Right. And they started an ISP and, and for dial up, and it seemed to make sense, but then again, it doesn't. It makes it seem that, that what you're, you're a delivery business rather than you're a content business, relationship business. And so thinking you have to you know, get people on tablets, mm. Mm, I don't
1: know. But it's, it's, it's a reasonable bundle business to do, right?
0: It yeah. does make it, sense, doesn't it?
1: it, it, it you know, you, you get promotions when you when you subscribe to things, and they send you something that's sort of vaguely related. This is something that's it's better that's than that's a toaster. Well related, yeah. yeah. And some, if it is actually not some ridiculously related. locked down device, but an actual one that you can install other things on, you know, yeah. if it's like one of these, you know, these type ones that that are actually quite nice, then it, then people will be attracted. to that. It does sniff a uh, smell of desperation a little bit, though.
2: I think yeah. it does. What, what price point do you think tablet? You know, a. a don't call it a seven, don't call it a 10. A nine inch tablet we'll get to in two years.
0: Hmm.
1: So, what's I'm the subsidy sure. cost? What's the what we're the, talking
2: 100,
0: 150?
2: So, a wholesale cost, yeah. I mean, I start, mean Nicholas,
1: our, our, our costs already have some, some ones in that range.
0: Uh, Arcos is doing stuff, yeah, but they're also uh, saving money in in various uh, uh, ways. But, yes, they're offering very inexpensive Android tablets.
2: I I saw Nicholas Negarponte at at an event at Harvard three weeks ago at the Berkman Center, and he said that what comes next for one laptop per child is one tablet per child. Yeah, they they realize that they... (laughs) By the way, speaking of one
0: laptop per child, how many of you are using your Chromebook on a
1: regular basis?
2: I I don't have one because I didn't get offered one. But oh, Mr. Marks
1: has one. Seeing it right now, I've got it it's, it's sitting here. Do you like with, it? Yeah, I've got the I've got the Twig episode guide up on it, and I'm looking at that as my as my second screen. Does it have anything to offer
0: uh, that makes it superior to a, a standard netbook?
1: Um, it's just a
0: netbook, right? It's it's not running Windows. That's a superior. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's more secure. Although I don't know if you can look at it and say, "Well, that feels more secure."
1: Well, you can. I mean, you can do the the. You know, you can do the account switching thing. If
2: you do that? It was so cool. I flew Virgin America yesterday, and not on my short haul, but on the long they hauls. G- they give you Samsung.
0: That's so amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> but, uh, by the way, Amazon is now offering unlimited cloud music storage, uh, much like huh. uh, Google is, at least on its beta, and Apple plans to with iCloud. Uh, you still have to. Uh, you, you have to. Buy a cloud drive storage plan. So I'm not sure how. It's not free. But so you, if you if you don't pay for anything, you never buy nothing. You get five gigs for free. So what's the best strategic advantage to have? Uh, three
2: choices. Okay. Uh, cloud account. Oh, what are you showing us there, Kevin? Sorry, sorry. I
1: was showing the, the multiple login screen. Oh, that's actually nice. They oh, needed that, actually. Uh, this is the piece that you don't have on the iPad that you yeah. need, and you don't have on the other tablets or any of the that's Android right. devices. That's which right. Which is, um, we can all log in with our Google accounts. It pops up and turns into our machine, um, and then we log them out, and they go away right. again. And so it becomes, as a, as a sort of family lying around competing device, it's actually really handy for that.
0: Do you think that web apps, though, compete with standalone apps? Do
1: you really think people... Yeah, well, it, it depends what you do, yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for a lot of what I do, I'm reading stuff on the web. I'm writing documents in Google Docs. I'm doing Gmail. I'm, I'm, you know, I bought into that when I joined the company, and I, I've stuck with it. Um, and it, you know, it's the same with Salesforce. Ours is very web-based as well, so you can, you can run a lot of your, your, your stuff on there. Um, what I found for my wife, I, I, gave, I let her log in and try it out, and she was like, yeah, I could use this. I mostly surf the web, right. um, do email. Um, I think my wife would like it too. It, 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 it does what she needs to do. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, if you want to write code, it's not the machine you want. No. You know, if, if you, edit, you edit video, it's not the one. You want no, edit video? Right? It's not the machine you Any, want. It, anything more serious? It runs Hangout that. quite nicely. That that works on it pretty well. Really? Yeah. It's I think education right. and companies. It makes
2: a great deal of sense.
0: Yeah, So we were talking about. It, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we interrupted you, uh, Jeff, on the Amazon uh, cloud. Oh, never mind. I was just going to go off on. That. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I you know I think the You're advantage Amazon things- has yeah. over Google is that they sell crap. I mean Google. You, I mean yes. so it makes sense that if I buy a song and it's now instantly in my cloud, that's nice. Yes. I wish. Well, I could what I was going to ask Google.
2: was this: what's what's the bigger advantage strategically? Owning uh, having a cloud account with somebody, owning the browser
1: or owning the hardware. Oh well, that's that's germane to our Chrome discussion. Yes. Hmm. I think I mean the point of the browser you don't need to own it. So I think owning the browser is. It's it's necessary, but necessary to have browser competition, which is why they built Chrome. Mm -hmm. Um, But they don't have to own the browser to make it make it magic and special. I I think that's you know the the thing that there's some little things that this does nicely. Where the the G chat is integrated to the um, the system, so it pops up over all all the browser windows and pieces pieces like that. Um, But there's nothing special that nobody else that anyone else couldn't have done too. Um, And the point is that. The browsers are standard enough now that you can write stuff and it will work across a broad range of devices. You're not focused on one particular browser anymore. Um, I was hacking up on, there was that thing about slope graphs. So last night I've hacked around um, writing a slope graph generator. Um, and then, you know, it, it runs on my free browsers on here. It runs on the Chromebook. It runs on the two, the two um, tablets. It runs on my son's PC-ish. Um, so... The, and that was not, you know, me not spending lots of time trying to test it. It was just like, I'll just use this library, write some code that draws some graphics, puts it up on the screen um, using SVG, and it actually works across a, quite a broad range of different devices. Um, and that's the, you know, that is the promise of the of the web platform. So owning the browser isn't, isn't something that, you need to do as a as a corporation, but it's a valuable thing as a sort of infrastructure services. There's a reason Apple had to build um, a browser because they weren't relying on someone else for that, um, and it, it, was, it was similar for Google to do that. But now those two have done that. Um, we've got four competing ones. You can choose one and bundle it. You don't you don't need to you know you don't need to make that investment again. Amazon doesn't need to make that investment again, and it's kind of the same what with Android. Facebook? Um, and Facebook doesn't need to make that investment again. You know they 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 run across browsers that they've got they got a nice choice of open-source ones that they could do. They could, they could customize one, perhaps, but they, they don't really need to. Um, and you know, if you look at the way they've, they've built the, um, the apps, they are relying more on the browser than, than on native apps, um, so, certainly for iPad and even for Android.
0: So I, uh, to answer your question, though, I think really uh, no, none of them are sufficient. I mean, it probably is better if, you got, if I had to pick one of the three to own the cloud, but what you really want to own is you want to own the ecosystem, the chain, you want to own, which, which, which Amazon's in a very good position to do. You buy it from Amazon, it's stored on the cloud on Amazon, it sits on your yep. Amazon tablet, but it also works with any other device. That's really, I think, yeah. isn't that where you want to be if you had yeah, a choice? Yeah, I think
2: Amazon is the sleeper in all this. We, we keep oh, yeah. talking about... Well, about... but
0: it's Amazon versus Apple. I mean, really, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And the problem with Apple is it's not open. So uh, if you're in the Amazon ecosystem, I mean, the uh, Apple ecosystem, you're in an, you, that's it. You're, there's your choice. You don't have, nothing else yeah. you can do. But but
1: Amazon, it's kind of, you can use this, but it'll work with, you know, other things. Yeah, and, I mean, Amazon, Amazon is not dogmatic about this. They've they're got, not dogmatic. They've they got Kindle apps and all the devices I've got here, yeah. right? So I, uh, I think the Amazon's the winner. I mean, I hope Amazon's the winner in that respect.
0: The only advantage to the Apple uh, model is, you can create a kind of a unity of experience that Amazon perhaps, it might be, it's more complicated perhaps, uh, requires Great. more attention. I've been going
2: back and forth between two devices so much lately. You know what drives me nutty about the Android tablet? And otherwise, I love it. Is the, is the, is the correction, the typing correction.
0: Yeah,
1: they don't have a very
0: good. Uh, oh, iPhone has driving, a much better system for that.
1: It drives me mad on the iPhone. So I, I like swipe on the Android, and I wish the Android tablet had swipe. I'm, yes, I'm, well, swipe, yeah, you're right. When, it comes, my phone, when but, it comes to but keyboards, when it comes to there's a taste thing there as well. This is yeah. this is also like the the there's Mac tests. versus yeah. Windows fonts thing. Well, no, no, you no, they, they, one, they, the, the corruption itself. Wrong. But he's talking about the
0: selection where you get the little uh, you get that, that little wedge, those wedgies that look like uh, what are they? it looks like a vice. I put my text in a vice. You're talking about that oh, thing, th- right? That that piece? Yeah, I hate that thing. And and Apple's got the magnifying glass, which is so elegant.
2: Well, but also the words it gives me. If I start typing in a word, well, that's it, keyboard it gives specific, me right? A Twenty character uh, word that I've typed before, and I can't, if I if I go back, you know, erase one letter, it changes to a whole other word. Yeah,
0: but that's but that's yeah. Jeff. That's completely keyboard specific. So there's Swipe, there's SwiftKey, uh, there's Nuance has a very nice one called T9. All of them do it differently. Oh. Yeah. So you should just try some other keyboards. This is, and this is a huge advantage for Android. I mean, I think this is, is. One, of, room, one of of I don't uh, like swipe, but which one should I use? Uh, I would try, and Amazon offered this for free a few weeks ago, and I really like it, Nuance's T9 okay. keyboard. Uh, somewhat like SwiftKey. SwiftKey has a new one in beta that you might take a look at as well. What do you like? Uh, uh, Eileen Rivera hosts our all about Android showed. Which keyboard do you use? She likes the, the SwiftKey beta. That's pretty interesting what they're doing there. I haven't seen that one. It's it. it combines tap and swipe, and the recommendations, and it learns from what you use. One of the things that was cool about SwiftKey is if you type the same phrases a lot, it will just. All you have to do is hit space, 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 because you know you type the first letter in the phrase, and it goes yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, and you just. I like Lee. I like Chipotle. I like. Yeah, yeah. It's actually for somebody like me, it's amazing. I must be (laughs) I'm a a very repetitive person. All right, a couple more stories. I got to go. Paul Adams, did you know him when you were at Google?
1: Um, um, I didn't know him at Google, but I've, um, I've, I was very impressed with his, the presentation he wrote about that, and I've spoken to him since about that. Um, so he left Google for Facebook. Right. Um, uh, he did a and, uh, and Google canceled his book. Yeah, well, the
0: thing is, he's the guy who kind of came up with that Circles stuff, uh, left and went to Facebook, and then he wrote a book called Social Circles, um, and uh, Google is blocking it. Is it that yes. threatening to Google?
1: Um, I, don't know the, I don't know the inside story here, but the, 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 the version I read of it was that they didn't want him to release this book um, because it was based on work they hadn't then released yet and they wanted to keep, um, Emerald Sea as it then was under, under cover but that was before um, Emerald Sea but, but came that, out but that, that excuse should be gone now and he right. said well if they're still not you know, answering my calls and yeah I guess they're kind of busy but it, it, it's not you know, it, it doesn't seem great um, he we says he's writing another out. book
0: is it not the case that um, and, I'm, and I'm thinking about uh, Sheryl Sandberg here in the New Yorker profile by Ken Aletta. In which uh, a, one anonymous Googler said she is persona non grata here. We feel hmm. that she is using her inside knowledge of Google to give Facebook a leg up. Simple things like Google takes three weeks to approve a new employment, new employee. So she made sure that Facebook took two, giving them
1: a little advantage. Well, that's not inside knowledge of Google. That's just like being slightly more efficient. Than <laughs> that's just smart. It was hiring process. But okay. apparently, now not you know better than I. But apparently, she
0: is like you know. Uh, Hello, Cheryl. She's not
1: somebody they like much, and I wonder if Paul is in that same boat. Um, he may have got got a bit of that. I mean, they may have felt, um, you know, he was. They were encouraging him to publish the book, and then then he left, and then, so then they felt it was like their book rather than his. So right. there may be some of that going you're, on. You're at Facebook now. Um, I hope I hope they're, you know, they're bigger than that. They sh- they should be really that that's the thing. But one of the part of the th- the stuff he said about. Um, not paying attention to the, the social scientists, I think that that rang very true to me, and that, I think that 's something that has got better um, and certainly we got a sense of that from the the talks you had with um, Vic and Bradley last week right. um, that they're actually paying more attention to that stuff and, and picking up on that now, which is which is encouraging because that was a, that was a clear problem um, right. that I saw when I was there. But it wasn't that it wasn't just that they weren't paying attention to social science; that they didn't actually employ any, um, or except by accident. You know, they ended up with Yuri Engstrom working there, but that's because they bought his startup, not because right. they hired him because he understands the sociology of the internet so well. Right. Um, and th- the, the research He, he group, even he goes so far to say Google sees every social problem as having an
0: engineering solution.
1: Yep. Well, there are, they are engineers. That's what they do. They, it's, its an experiment. If if you put a company entirely composed of software engineers, that—that's Google. Um, and to to a, you know to a first approximation, there is you know, there's the large sales organization that Cheryl Sandberg built up when she was there and is, is still doing very well. And is it is not all engineers, but you know, all the PM people uh, uh, tend to have um, computer science degrees in Google as well. So it it is and it is you know you've read it in the plex. It's very data driven. It's it's yeah. very measured. Um, and it's not very you know, nuanced on the on the social science side. It, it, it's much you – know, um, I suppose the closest they've got there would be um, – what's his name? The chief economist. He's, he's the closest thing they've I got was, to a social I socialist. was going to say
0: that. they the, 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 yeah, the, they, they, may, they may not have any – they may be all engineers, but they do have a, a guy early on they hired who's an economist. Yes, yes, but he, he's an economist. and But he's know, kind of an engineering – he's kind of an econometrician economist type.
2: Right. Whereas Zuckerberg – when I interviewed him, he made a point of saying that he he majored also in psychology. Right. And I and I say in in the in the book coming out September twenty sixth that uh, Zuckerberg isn't so much Simon an engineer as a social engineer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really clear. I mean, you could see that. Um, on the other hand, uh, there is something anodyne about the engineering approach to privacy. It's very clear and something a little creepy. <laughs> about the social science (laughs) approach to privacy. It's much less, it's much more mushy and gushy. And I think that's one of the reasons we trust Google because they're engineers. Yeah, well, I I gave my talk
2: on on the value of publicness, but I really concentrated on privacy this week at Google. And I'm told that some of the, um, and it was great, great group and and funny and wonderful and had a great time, but I'm told that a a few of the people who do things like encryption thought that I was an edge case. Mm.
0: Uh, because they, well, we they, all know that. They, yeah, well, they do. Yes, I am. <laughs> Everybody, yes. you know, I have this problem, by the way, on all the Twitch shows where we just assume we're like
1: real people. <laughs> right well, but, but that's that's also that's the, that's google's problem too is, right. is that their, their presumption is that, that they they are typical um and that was the thing that blew up in their faces with buzz because they're not you know, right. they're they're very and it's, not that's by the way, why I like a lot of what they do <laughs> right of course you know they're building things that you know we're, Google, we're we' build of, for the edge case we we're, we're we're you know rich educated, geeky people living in Silicon Valley we are exactly they're building for stuff us. for. But you know, after and, their, and their challenge is to build it for you know poor people in the third world as well. And but, that's the piece that, that they're not thinking about as, but, as, as clearly. But
0: the third people in the poor world should build their own... I mean, the poor people in the third world should build their own damn stuff. We, we're we <laughs> scratching our edge, damn it! Well, that's, you know, <laughs> Tell mean, them to they, get their own computers! This, is, well, I mean, this is where the open source thing does work. You know, that, <laughs> watch out.
1: What's happened with Android is that you know china and india are using that to to build their own um what view of how these things should behave rather than than google's one so that there's there there, that piece is 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 valid in that if you build this stuff in a way that other people can can remix and rebuild it they all do interesting stuff with it and that's that's one of the pieces that that's one of the narrative threads this week that was this made me slightly nervous was the was the combination of no longer indexing twitter um the author stuff was like, we'll do the author stuff, but you can only route it through a Google profile. You can't use a you know, another you know, an H card or a V card or something on your own site. We'll only verify it if you connect it to our site. Um, and there's a, there's a certain sense of we want to put ourselves in the middle again, which, was, which is not the, you know, not the open web culture that um, Google built itself on. Um, so there's, I'm, I'm, you know, I think well, that know they're on they're on hearts the heart's still in the right place. We
2: where it came from.
1: We have to wait and see. Hmm?
2: We don't know yeah. a live search. Which, 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 who, who scotched the deal? Yes.
1: Could it come from Twitter? It could. Yeah. Or you know, it could be one of these things where you know, like when when Google and Facebook are trying to you know, get something done, and they don't trust neither trust each other enough um, to to sit down and have a sensible negotiation about it. All right. We're, we got to run. I wish we didn't have to. This is so
0: much fun, and uh, what a there's so many things, other things we could talk about. Uh, our congratulations to the winners of the uh, first Google Science Fair. Uh, and 15 uh, uh, finalists yesterday at Google's headquarters. They mm-hmm. streamed it, by the way, which is very cool, on uh, YouTube Live. And uh, the winners are, in fact, by the way, all girls. Lauren Hodge Yay. in the 13 to 14 age group. She studied the effect of different marinades on the uh Level of carcinogens in grilled chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just a great subject. Uh, Naomi Shah in the 15 to 16 age group, she uh, endeavored to prove that making changes in indoor environments that improve air quality can reduce people's reliance on asthma medific- medications. Interesting. These are, these are a little, uh, they're very social. It's good. Yeah. And Shri Bose in the 17 to 18 year old group, she discovered a way to improve ovarian cancer treatment for patients when they hmm. built up a resistance to uh, chemotherapy drugs. Jesus. Cool. Smart smart women. And I just I think this is great that the first 3 winners of the Google Science Fair should be women and so much for all the people who say where are all the women? Yep. In uh, science and engineering.
2: Well, during the I was there during the science fair, and I'll tell you where they went during it. it was it, it, all, all the families were in the Google swag shop like crazy.
0: <laughs> I also like it that the trophies that the three girls won are Lego made out of Lego. That is so cool. That's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that wraps it up. Let's get our. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, get our. Uh, I don't know if uh, Gina Gina normally does a uh, a tip of the week. Do you want to do a tip, uh, Kevin Marks? I don't know if we asked you to do <laughs> See, that. I am, I, am, I am. Here's a tip. It could be a grammar tip, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Literature tip. Hey, actually, let me ask you that. Okay, The Graduate, you rewrite it for 2011. <laughs> and Ben Braddock, you know, he just got out of college, doesn't know what to do with his life. The guy, friend of the family, comes and pulls him over and says, Ben, Ben, I want to tell you one thing, one word. <laughs> now, in 1960, what was it, 67? It was plastic. And actually, that was probably right. What would you say the word would be if you were talking to a recent college graduate? The one word (laughs) Kevin Marks says, one word, kid. Social? Mobile? Algorithms? Green green energy? (laughs) Green. Green's good. Green's good. Green energy. Waffles. Batteries. (laughs) Our chat room. Bacon. I think they're hungry. It must be lunchtime. (laughs) And it, it's after lunch, notice it, chat lunch. room. None of I'm us said burrito. <laughs> burrito,
2: <laughs> chipotle. Oh, they're, throw, they're throwing all our words back at us. The chat room says
0: you're gonna Habermas. <laughs> Habermas. <laughs> I got one kid. One word for you, kid. <laughs>
1: Habermas.
0: <laughs> our number of the week, Jeff Jarvis. Uh,
2: well, it's kind of a strange. Uh, let's see. The LA Times says that um, they looked at uh, searches on Google as an indication of the economy and found that. Uh, uh interest in investing in stocks is uh, going to, continues to go down while the word uh saving gets a lot more requests and and that's a fairly obvious thing and it's a just a zeitgeisty thing but it occurs to me that lately that you know the guys who made a, a hedge fund out of twitter this kind of data that really shows what we think as a people and indicates where we're going as a country the more public that can be the better that can be for all of us the more that becomes open knowledge that we know so i would just say to the likes of google and facebook and twitter this kind of data that you have in an aggregate form is
0: ours we made it yeah give it to us it's ours google did Uh, I have a tool, and it's something I I should have done a long time ago, and it's something that many of you will will be, oh, of course, obvious, duh. For the longest time, you know, I have a a T-Mobile G2X, and I've been waiting. I'm on Froyo. I've been waiting. Just give me gingerbread. I just want some gingerbread. And supposedly it's in the offing, and it has been for months. If you're stuck with a phone, an Android phone that is not being updated, may I highly recommend the Cyanogen mod? It was easy as pie, To route this phone it's a one-click route you do have to connect it via USB and there's a lot of button pushing and stuff but once I put cyanogen mod on here uh, CM7 release candidate one for this phone is now out Um, it suddenly stopped rebooting it stopped crashing it got Mm -hmm. fast it got reliable it made a huge difference Uh, he is doing amazing stuff In fact, let's get Cyanogen uh, on if we can because I'd love to get him on the show. He's taking the open source Android code, cleaning it up, polishing it with a large team, I'm sure, of of volunteers and making really excellent ROMs uh, to make this completely legal, which it is. Uh, In fact, HTC just announced they're going to stop blocking uh, root uh, root exploits, that they're going to support this. Uh, and and Google says it's okay as long as you don't include the proprietary Google Apps, which he doesn't. They're separate downloads that you put on here. Of course, you get them all, but they're separate downloads. Um, he's just done a wonderful job of making a more stable operating system than the stock operating system for many of these handset companies. Best way to find out if your phone is, or how to root your phone, and if there's a CM7 for your phone, is to go to xda-developers.com and search in the device database, or just go to the forums and search for the phone model that you have. There are so many nice guys in there who, uh, who will help you, and gals, who will help you unlock, upgrade, and modify your phone. Highly recommended. If you've been afraid of doing this, don't be. Uh, I was kind of stunned at how easy it was. And, and more importantly, because I had a bad experiences jailbreaking the iPhone, uh, what a great result I got. This thing is much more reliable. Hey Leo. Yes, sir.
2: Um, go to uh, Plus right now. Oh dear. I think we had our first. At least I can't get to it. I think we have our first Plus crash. Is
0: Plus down? Mine is. Well, I have Plus as the home button on my sir. On my. Uh, br- no, nope, it's just nope, you. Okay. Right. For me. Uh, and of course, I've got animated panda gifs right there on the front page. <laughs> I, uh, I spoke too soon. Uh, but you know, that's cute. I don't mind starting my day with it. <laughs> the twentieth you? time, you're gonna get sick of those. Oh leaks. no! You, who gets sick of pandas? Falling in the snow. Nobody. They're cute. They're cuddly. And that's it for this week in Google. Thank you, Jeff Jarvis, for joining us, even though you suffer from jet lag. Jeff, of course, is the blogger at Buzzmachine.com, the professor of journalism at the City University of New York. He's at Jeff Jarvis on Twitter, plus Jeff Jarvis on Google Plus, and his new book is imminent. September twenty sixth. Public Parts. Simon and Schuster, look for it. His current book, What Would Google Do?, is still a great read. Thank you, Jeff, for being here. We thank appreciate you. it. And filling in for Gina Trapani, who is in China, watching pandas go down slides into the <laughs> snow, I might add. <laughs> Kevin Marks, thank you so much for being here. Kevin is uh, now at salesforce.com. Chatter.com
1: is the place to go to find out more about what he's working on there. And of um, course, also, I wanted to mention TV. Oh, I forgot. Our, yes, you have a wonderful first, podcast. This, this, this and we've got Paul Adams coming up on that in, in, a, in a couple of weeks. I think it's maybe, maybe three weeks. Oh, um. uh, we, we've also got a bunch of other interesting people talking about this, this social stuff there. So if, you, if you're interested in the class and the social side of things, that that's very much on topic.
0: Yes, let me, very, let me plug this. Uh, Heather and Deborah and you are just great. It's a wonderful show, uh, which we had on the Twit network for a while, and I'm glad that you've kept it going. It's really fantastic.
1: We're also thinking about maybe we could use um, Hangouts as a way of doing video again, because the, the challenge is we can't, always, we can't afford as much gear as you can, but that, that, there may be a way to... to Um, close that. You might be able to
0: get completely uh, do a end around. Yeah, that'd be very cool. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin, for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff Jarvis. Thank you all for joining us. We record Twig every Wednesday afternoon, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern at live.twit.tv. That's uh, 2000 UTC if you want to join us. Uh, If you can't watch live, don't worry. You can download audio and video of the shows uh, very easily from twit.tv slash twig or your favorite podcast aggregator. I use Google Listen you could use uh, iTunes. It, it, it's, it's everywhere you, uh, you want to be, including on the Roku box and many other places. Thanks for being here. Don't forget, we are going to the new studio. We are not far off, just uh, less than two weeks away from our new studio. Two weeks hence, this show will be from the new studio with a brand new look. The costs are tremendous. <laughs> they buy are,
2: your <laughs> bricks.
0: <laughs> buy more. One. If, you even buy if one. you've already bought a brick, buy another. <laughs> <Bricks>. <laughs> <laughs> twit. tv. No, it's not tax deductible. No, I'm not a charity. Yes, I do need your money. It helps us build a better show. And uh, we uh, actually, I, I, I don't need to beg. I, I, I really appreciate anybody who's contributed. No need to. These shows are free and remain free, but uh, it is very helpful. And I have to say, we've sold over 1,000 bricks. The Wall of Honor is starting to look really, really cool in the new studio. And I hope you come visit it. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time on TWIG.